0: The Boston Red Sox should go all in on getting Juan Soto, no matter what it takes. As the team is now in a place of trying to put themselves back in contention for the playoffs and World Series, the 24-year-old outfield star is certainly a player that could instantly make them a better team. You are Locked On Red Sox, your daily Boston Red Sox podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome to Locked On Red Sox, your daily Boston Red Sox podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Gabby Hurlbut former ESPN social media associate, and current host of the Boston Balling Podcast, here to bring you the latest in all things Boston Red Sox, Monday through Friday, straight to your favorite podcast feed for free. Today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. Make every moment more. Right now, new customers can bet $5 and get 200 in bonus bets, guaranteed. Visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn to get started. Thank you for making the show your first listen of every day, Monday through Friday for free, straight to your feed. You can get all new Red Sox content, and you can also get Red Sox content through the SiriusXM app. Just download the app, search Red Sox, and you can get the home broadcast of every game so you don't have to miss a single pitch of Red Sox baseball. And in 2024, when it's hopefully going to be a fun season, you certainly won't want to miss that, especially. If the Red Sox trade for Juan Soto, Boston absolutely should make this move. There's no question in my mind about it. You trade whoever it takes and put people on the table to get Juan Soto. You can't sit here and tell me that Juan Soto would not make the Boston Red Sox an instantly better team. And the biggest thing for me that pops into my head is by trading for a 24-year-old star who's one of the most feared hitters in baseball, the Red Sox are showing that they are trying to contend. If they choose to stand pat and go a little bit more of the conservative route, then firing Heim Bloom really would have been for nothing because they by doing that are sending a message that they want things to change. And that could be the first step in the right direction. He finished his 2023 season batting 275. Um, And obviously, you know, just looking at that number alone, you're like, oh, that's it. But he also hit 35 home runs and had 109 RBIs. To go with a 4.10 on base percentage and a 5.19 slugging percentage. This kid can hit, and we're not just talking casually. I mean, we're talking is one of the best hitters in baseball. Um, he's 24, almost 25, but he's a three-time All-Star, 2019 World Series champion, and 2020 batting champion Um And also recorded 12 stolen bases in San Diego last season, leading MLB in walks while also playing all 162 games. I mean, he's not really the type of player who the Red Sox should be taking shortcuts on or trying to justify not getting. I see no reason to not trade for him. Even his defense was very good. I can count on one hand the number of errors that he made in the outfield in 2023. Um, And he's just the type of player that instantly makes a franchise better. The question now becomes, why is it worth it for Boston? For one it would provide more protection for Devers in the lineup because I feel like Devers is in a state now where he's batting usually third in the lineup um, and sometimes second in the lineup. And both of those spots are good for him, but he needs the surrounding players around him who are reliable and can consistently hit the ball. What he had as protection in Boston, these last couple of seasons were not players who were always getting the job done and they were inconsistent. Alex Verdugo had his hand at leadoff. Jaron Duran, who I actually really liked in the leadoff spot when he had that opportunity. Sadon Rafaela. they were trying to try different players in the leadoff spot, but by bringing in Soto, you instantly get a player who helps shape out That part of the lineup with Devers there, and that could be a really scary one-two punch to have in the lineup. If you think about Freddie Freeman and Mookie Betts as a one-two punch in the Dodgers lineup, this could be something similar in Boston if you have Juan Soto To go with Devers. And one thing that makes Juan Soto better than Devers is he has a good mix of hitting for average and hitting for power. He really can do everything, which is what makes him one of the scariest hitters in baseball. And the Padres just struggled in 2023. And because of those struggles, it might make sense for them to trade him this offseason. The chances are likely, I would say, and the Red Sox are rumored to be among one of the top five teams interested or most likely to land the star. Um, So to me, you do it. There's a variety of different things that the Red Sox could do. Um, One package that was proposed when it came to the Red Sox trading for Juan Soto would be moving Alex Verdugo. I've been saying over and over again on the show that Alex Verdugo should be a trade piece anyway, because he didn't have the best season in Boston in 2023, but he's still a talented overall baseball player and he has great defense. He was easily the Red Sox best defensive outfielder this season. It just didn't always translate to his performance at the plate. So if I'm the Red Sox, I'm looking at Alex Verdugo and trying to make him the centerpiece, of a trade because it would also clear up a roster spot for Soto and a spot in the outfield. And if they moved Alex Verdugo, he could instantly become the starting left fielder in San Diego. And for them, that might make sense because he's a proven MLB talent and I'm sure they'll be looking for a couple MLB caliber players to be included in the trade And let's be honest, with the way that Verdugo played overall this season, considering that second half that he had and the fact that he couldn't really get back on track at the plate, do you really see Verdugo as a long-term piece for Boston? I'm not seeing it. So why not try to build a trade around him where, you're making him the centerpiece of the trade. Other players that were mentioned that could possibly be included in a trade for Soto are pitcher Tanner Houck, who by the way definitely has a lot of potential and is still trying to figure things out. I still get concerned about his lack of longevity and being able to pitch deep into games, but I do think he's a very talented pitcher who provides a lot of value In Boston's rotation, if they truly are in spend mode and they're ready to bring in some pitchers to help complement what they already have in the pitching rotation, maybe Hauk is the type of player that the Red Sox move. Because when you look at the rest of the Red Sox rotation, maybe he is the odd man out in terms of his ability to provide value longer term. Because if you weed out the weaker pitchers this season who were not exactly the strong suits of the Red Sox rotation, and you take them out of the equation, then you ask who is the weakest pitcher in that rotation currently with who you still have that is expected to be a longer-term pitcher. You could put Hauk in that category just because he still hasn't fully – developed that ability to pitch deep into games. So if the Red Sox can pull that off, definitely think for Verdugo should be the centerpiece of the trade. But if they try to put Hauk in the mix, I wouldn't be overly surprised if they do that. Coming up, I'm going to be discussing a little bit more about why Juan Soto could make sense for Boston um, and bringing up a couple more names that, could potentially be players that we see be moved in the trade. So that's coming up next. October baseball is back and you can make your postseason debut with FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Join FanDuel today and you'll get started with $200 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place your first $5 bet. 200 in bonus bets. That's a good amount of money. I mean, if somebody walked up to me right now and said, here's 200 bucks, obviously I'm going to be excited for it. It's basically the same concept. All you have to do is place a $5 bet. How easy is that? Just visit fanduel.com slash locked on to create your new account. Then you can get in on the action from the first pitch until the final out. Bet on everything from strikeouts to home runs to who will win the game. And if you don't want to wait the whole game to get a W... Predict what will happen in the next at-bat with quick bets. So head on over to FanDuel.com slash LockedOn right now. Step up to the plate this postseason with $200 in bonus bets guaranteed. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sports betting partner of Major League Baseball. I mean, how is that not great news to you? It's such an easy way to make some extra cash. So head to FanDuel.com slash LockedOn. And start winning some money. Also, download the SiriusXM app to your phone and search Red Sox on the app. And you can get the home broadcast of every Red Sox game straight to your feed. So you don't have to miss a single pitch of Red Sox baseball. And I promise you, you absolutely won't want to. Juan Soto is a well-desired player. I expect a lot of teams to be in on him. This offseason, the Red Sox are rumored to be one of those teams. The question then becomes, who do you give up for him? I've discussed Alex Verdugo and Tanner Houck as being possibilities, but a couple names that were also brought up were maybe prospect Miguel Blaze and prospect Louis Perales. So Miguel Blaze is an outfield prospect who is very talented He plays center field and right field. The problem for him is that he's coming off of an injury. Um, In 2023, he recorded a 230 average and 282 on base percentage with one home run and 16 RBIs and 11 stolen bases. The issue is that it's very hard to gauge how much potential he really has. He played in 31 games in 2023. So the idea that he might not be able to stay healthy could be a factor. He played a total of 40 games in 2022 and 36 games in 2021. Um, So the reason I am okay with the Red Sox shipping him off is because He hasn't shown the ability yet to succeed beyond the minor league level. Um, And that's taking a risk and hoping that a player pans out. And if they don't, then it's just a tough look that you waited on that player. He's currently in single A and Can he make it at the major league level? I absolutely think so. I mean, he has the potential. He's a top prospect. But would the Red Sox be crazy for passing up on a player like Juan Soto for him? I honestly feel like yes. The Red Sox should not be holding out hope for a prospect that hasn't really played a lot due to injury and hasn't worked his way up enough yet to the point where I feel confident in him panning out at the major league level. So they need to be okay with starting to send some of these prospects away in order to put themselves back in contention. Heim Bloom did a great job of revamping this farm system and retooling it so they would have some more talent within that farm system, but eventually they need to start taking those risks. And that's how these bigger organizations find success. I mean, look at the Phillies and what they're doing right now. Dave Dombrowski went out and spent money on players that could help put that team over the hump. And now they're playing very good baseball and well on their way to their second consecutive world series. By Holding out for prospects, the Red Sox would be keeping that same mentality that they had when Heim Bloom was here, in which case then why fire the guy? Because another prospect that potentially could be moved in a potential trade for Juan Soto is Louis Perales, a pitching prospect. He's in high A Greenville. Um, In 2023, he pitched to a 391 earned run average over 21 games. Um, 89.2 innings and recorded 115 strikeouts and he went four and seven on the season again a top pitching prospect for the Red Sox and it's harder to justify moving top pitching prospects because the Red Sox farm system isn't as deep from a pitching standpoint but at the same time again Is he really going to be a top prospect when he gets further up along in the system? It doesn't always work out that prospects pan out. And I've been saying for so long, you definitely need to have that talent in the system because if they're playing well in the minor league level and their um, value is high, they could eventually be used as a trade piece down the road. But, If you're going to sit here and rely on all these guys to pan out, then that's taking a big risk and playing a tough game, especially when they're at the lower levels. Like when they're at single A or high A, that's a lot of patience and time to wait for that player to be ready when you could have gotten yourselves to the postseason with a player like Juan Soto at the helm. So when I look at a package of Alex Verdugo, Tanner Houck, Miguel Blythe, and Louis Perales, I'm doing that trade in a heartbeat for Juan Soto. The situation that becomes complicated with this is that the Red Sox have a crowded outfield situation between Masataka Yoshida, Jaron Duran, Sadon, Rafaella, Alex Verdugo, Adam Duvall, um, Rob Snyder. These are all players who could be fighting for three outfield spots. A- Adam Duvall, a little less likely because they might not bring him back due to him being in free agency and feeling like they don't really have the need or the room for him. And I think especially if they trade for Juan Soto, there's no reason to bring him back. Um but he did provide an offensive spark for Boston this past season. So they need to figure out that crowded outfield situation. Who from the outfield do they feel is a part of the future and who's not? I almost feel like eventually, and I'm not saying right now, I do think there's a possibility that eventually they use Masataka Yoshida as a trade piece because he does not play good defense out there. And when it comes to the way that the Red Sox are trying to set up the team moving forward, they could either utilize his contract to make him a DH, or they could just keep having him do what he's doing, but not really providing positive value um, from a defensive standpoint. And he did have a good season, but at the plate, he definitely still has some room to grow. Um, So the question becomes, do they try to eventually move Yoshida, which they could do because that would make sense to slot Juan Soto right in there, or do they keep him and then move other people around, let go of Rep Snyder? Or do they trade Jaron Duran because of the 2023 season that he had and the fact that he probably has great value? But I would like to refrain from doing that more because of his speed and how much he has to offer. And Sadam Raffaella, with the fact that he can play both in the infield and the outfield, is just something you don't see every day. So I'd like to see the Red Sox hang on to those younger players. Um But when it comes to that outfield situation, they do have to decide, is it worth moving some of these guys to get Juan Soto here? And the answer to me is absolutely yes. Coming up, I'm going to be talking about other players that potentially could be movable to make a potential Juan Soto trade possible. Um, and also discussing some of the downsides to a potential trade. Are you a fan of comfortable clothing and being able to move around easily? I 100% am, and Bird Dogs is my best friend. When I was younger, I was always looking for clothes that were a little looser and more comfortable for me, and when I would go through my clothes in my closet to switch out for every season— I'd be taking out my jeans and my jean shorts and my tight leggings and saying, I wish I had shorts that had a looser fit, like leggings, but were actually looser and could easily move around a little bit more and be more flexible. So that's how I discovered bird dogs. And I've loved it ever since. Bird dogs make you look good. Bird Dog's Stretch Khaki Shorts are designed to fit slimmer through the thigh and leg, giving you a truly sculpted look. Bird Dog's Shorts do the exact same thing as Lululemon, but fit way better. Go to birddogs.com slash LockedOnMLB or enter promo code LockedOnMLB at checkout for a free Bird Dog's water bottle with your order. That's birddogs.com slash LockedOnMLB for a free water bottle at checkout. You won't want to take your Bird Dog's off, we promise you. I mean, ask my fiance. He doesn't take his off, so I'm sure you won't either. The other thing you won't regret doing is downloading the SiriusXM app on your phone. Not only do they have great music choices to listen to on there, but they also have the home broadcast of every Red Sox game on there, so you don't have to miss a single pitch, whether you're driving or cleaning or doing something that involves not being able to sit in front of your TV for that entirety of the game and be able to watch it start to finish. So that's where SiriusXM can come in and help you out and help you to make sure you're caught up without having to miss a single pitch. So download the SiriusXM app today and search Red Sox. The Boston Red Sox are very in the mindset now of wanting to spend money to bring in players who can really help put them back in the you know, contention they have had two seasons in a row where they've had around 78 wins and were not a playoff team and finished in last place in their division and when it comes to fixing that they are going to have to go out and spend some money that just is what it is that's the reality of the situation And to bring in players like Juan Soto, it is going to take some sacrifices and giving up players. I've been adamant that Juan Soto is a fit for the Red Sox and should be coming here and the Red Sox should do everything they can to make that happen. One of the downsides to that that I could see people arguing is the fact that he is going to be a free agent after the end of the 2024 season. Um, so do the Red Sox really want to go all in and trade for him and risk not bringing him back or him not deciding to come back after that first year? This is all obviously in question. What I will say, though, is. I don't think the Red Sox would trade for Juan Soto this offseason if they didn't have the intention of throwing all kinds of money at him to extend him right away. Because it would be pretty foolish to give up some talent um, and future talent for a one-year rental of a player when you're still very much trying to find yourselves and figure out if you're going to be a contending team in 2024. And if so, what that's going to look like. So if the Red Sox trade for him, they have to extend him. And I don't think that they are in the mindset of, oh yeah, let's trade for this guy and then just let him walk after a year or not offer him what he deserves. I think it could be a good way to have that one-two punch of Devers and Soto for years to come now. And they just have to be prepared to dump a bunch of money at him. But I think that they could do that. Um, And I think we're starting to see some of the effects now of letting Xander Bogarts walk and seeing the type of contract he took and the money that some of these other big time players are taking. The Red Sox have the space now to offer somebody a big contract like that. So Juan Soto could be that player that they're like, hey, this guy's worth it. We're going to go all in. So I understand hesitations because of the contract situation, but I think those can be dissolved by saying, I don't believe that the Red Sox would trade for him without the intention to offer him a bunch of money and extend him. So that's another reason why I think that they should do it. Um, The other downside is that he's a left-handed bat. They do have a lot of lefties in the lineup right now between Devers, Casas, Yoshida, Verdugo if he stays, Duran, and also Marcelo Meyer, Roman Anthony, and Kyle Teal, who are all Red Sox prospects. They're all lefties as well. So they would have to find a way to also balance that out with some right-handed hitters in that lineup so that is a downside to Soto um it's just basically adding more fuel to the fire another batter who hits left-handed so that's a downside um but he's a game changing player and he's the type of person who's worth it um to me other players who could be movable for Juan Soto, you know, I think Cutter Crawford could be on the table. I mean, he showed a lot of potential in the later half of the season in terms of getting his innings count up, his pitch count up, and looking more and more confident on the mound, being able to fool hitters and vary his pitches. But because of that, is he a pitcher who I see being in the um, rotation long-term. I don't know. I'm not overly convinced of that. I like Crawford and he's grown more and more on me, but I still don't love him to the point where I'm like, this guy needs to be here forever. He's a game-changing starter because the Red Sox now need to think about who really is a game-changing starter in that rotation. Brian Bayo I am very high on him. He could ultimately be the ace of the team. Um, I think they need to go out and get a true ace this off season, but Crawford could be a potential piece to be moved because of how well he performed on the mound in that second half of the season in 2023. So that's somebody to look into, um, you know, as a potential option as well. And with the situation in the infield, I think Emmanuel Valdez is a big name that I've mentioned that could be used in a trade package. Um he's very talented, versatile, um, and showed a lot of glimpses of his potential at the plate. He has to work on his defense, but I think a team that you know is really trying to find themselves again because. The Padres went all in on spending money on players and it just didn't work out. Something just didn't click for them. Um so maybe they want to get a young talent in there like that who can kind of develop through their system and maybe eventually be their second baseman of the future. And I think that, you know, he can't be the centerpiece of the trade by any means, but he could be a player that potentially gets moved. So the Red Sox have lots of options here. Um, You know, Juan Soto is a franchise type of player. He will make the Red Sox better if he comes here. It's just a matter of are the Red Sox willing to make a move for him? And if they are, are they willing to offer him a big contract? To some, he might not be worth it. To me, he is because this team now needs to show that they're going to be aggressive and be ready to win and not be so reserved when it comes to hanging on to all of these prospects. So I say, go for it, do it, put Juan Soto in a Boston Red Sox uniform. As always, keep the faith, go Red Sox, and I will catch you on the flip side.